0: The only thing I have that's six figures is my kill count.
1: I may not be rich, but I always get what I want.
0: (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Every week, we're just going to sit around, drink an entire bottle of wine, and talk about housewives.
1: So, 80% housewives, 10% drinking wine, and the other
0: 10%
1: Brian calling me out.
0: (laughs) Probably more than 10%. Thank
1: you for listening to So Nasty, So Rude.
0: With Brian and Hannah. All right, episode three. Are we already three in? We are three (laughs) in. Uh, And honestly, like, I'm so happy Thursdays here. Like, I look forward to this every single week. And I don't know, I've just been having so much fun doing
1: this. I know. It's also kind of like our
0: thirsty Thursdays, too. Thirsty Thursday. Right? It's like back when we were in college. (laughs) I
1: know. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, the names, like, Sunday Fun Day.
0: Wine Wednesday. Wine Wednesday? I kept Uh, thinking
1: Wacky Wednesday, but I was like, I don't know if that's a thing.
0: Wine Wednesday, Thirsty Thursday. What's Friday? Fucked up Friday. I don't know. I don't know. I just made that up.
1: Okay. Well, they all work, but our Thirsty Thursdays. I'm loving it. Right? I'm having fun. I enjoy this. Agreed. It's just a nice chat. Yeah. And we Uh, just record ourselves and listen to ourselves.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I just commute to work listening to myself talking.
1: I'm actually like a little impressed with us, but I also think we're fucking hilarious. Yeah,
0: I think <laughs> we're a little biased. Absolutely. We have a bit of an ego.
1: Yeah, I just <laughs> chuckle to
0: ourselves all the time. <laughs> same, same. But I mean, it's a nice way to break up the week. So how do we feel about this wine thing? I'm I'm into it. Yeah? Yeah. I meant more like rating the wine. Oh, rating? Yeah, I
1: like it. Cool. I like doing it.
0: And we can use it to just explore new wines. Absolutely. I've had this one and we had the one last week, but that's okay. (laughs) We seem to be going to the wines we've had, but eventually
1: we'll make our way through. We'll have like a list.
0: Yeah, our rule is that we can't duplicate a wine. Yes. Let's keep that rule now. Okay,
1: we're keeping that rule.
0: So every wine we try each week will be one we've never done on the pod.
1: And we should rotate white, rosé, and red. Yes. Even though I don't like red, I know you're a fan, so I'm going to take one for the team.
0: Yeah, so next time you'll pick up the wine, and you can do whatever, rosé or white, I assume. Mm-hmm. I don't really want you to pick a red.
1: Don't let me pick a red, um, it'll be disgusting.
0: So the <laughs> next time I pick up wine, I'll do the red. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, so speaking of wine, this is a rosé. It's Kim Crawford. It's so from New Zealand. Uh, the Kim Crawford rosé, it's a 2020 uh, the back of the bottle, are very special dry rosé. We talked about loving dry rosé.
1: I don't find it that dry, to be honest. This just my initial.
0: Let me finish the Okay, label.
1: sorry, sorry.
0: We'll get to that. <laughs> our very special dry rosé, uh, affectionately known as Pansy for the vivacious and vibrant character, has been a winery favorite since its first vintage in 2002 our grapes grown in new zealand deliver a bright juicy rosé with fresh berry fruit and watermelon flavors and a refreshing dry finish all right so initial thoughts on this rosé uh
1: i would say a little sweet for my liking but overall decent like i would still buy it and drink it i wouldn't be offended if someone brought this over (laughs) i wouldn't
0: be offended (laughs) Noted. Yeah, agreed. For the amount it talks about it being dry on the label, it, it's it's not the sweetest wine I've ever had, but I wouldn't say it's also. Do you that know what dry. we don't talk about? What's the price of this?
1: We didn't even. Oh, right.
0: Uh, it was eighteen ninety five. I
1: think. Okay, so decent. Yeah, I think that's pretty on point. Yeah, the same as last week. Hmm. It's
0: kind of like my average price point for a bottle. We're
1: bougie here.
0: Brian gave me a side. <laughs> eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it though.
1: Yeah, okay. agree.
0: Well, cheers to episode
1: cheers.
0: three. Cheers. Alright, so let's get into it. Episodes this week. Um, Salt Lake City was not on because of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did go to a Super Bowl party on Sunday. Go sports. <laughs> <laughs> Bet some money that Who I lost. Who won? The Rams.
1: Okay. Got you. Yeah, see, couldn't even tell you. No idea. <laughs>
0: That's all I can tell you. That's oh, all I got. Um, but... Our Super Bowl was delayed. Our Super Bowl being Salt Lake City. Oh, I love that! <laughs> I was like, "What?" I love Our that. Uh, the Salt Lake City finale was delayed, so it's on next week. Um, it really sucks, though, that the Super Bowl Super Bowl fucks up everyone else's ratings so much that they have to move their show to a whole new either day, week, time yeah. whatever it ends up being.
1: Well, I didn't know that was a thing where they will affect other channels I just thought whatever was playing on that channel is what has gets moved but I guess if it's going to affect the show's ratings they're going to push it to another week it's not worth it for them to suffer
0: yeah and I mean I think there's so many like millions of people watch the Super Bowl like how much money those like commercials and ads cost it's because so many people watch it and so yeah the other show's ratings would just completely plummet
1: Well, Andrew watched it. I sat in the bedroom and watched Housewives.
0: Yeah, I sat at a table in a different room and (laughs) drank and (laughs) ate food and listened to them scream. Um, So Miami this week, I don't know how I'm feeling about Miami anymore. I was really into it. I thought it was a really great perspective and, and kind of that evolution of Housewives that we talked about before. And I loved the cast. And the beginning was super, I don't know, I was really engaged. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's kind of falling off for me now.
1: So did you watch the first two or three seasons? No, I was hungover when I watched them. Okay, so so you don't really, because you didn't watch it from the beginning. Like you didn't see it when it first air. So this is your first Miami Kind of like from life. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Miami to me has always been like this. They've always had that really strong beginning and then kind of fizzled towards the end. Really? And I can also say that about a lot of housewives.
0: Totally.
1: Right. It kind of like what it is.
0: But I feel like no, most of them actually like are slow to pick up. Like the first four episodes mm-hmm. are slow, and then they ramp up. And I feel like Miami almost feels opposite. Right. Right now, anyway. Yeah.
1: Because I don't really know what's about to ha- Like, no, when you kind of know storylines of where they're going, I kind of don't know where Miami's going at all.
0: The only thing I know about is Alexia's wedding. Yeah. My, That's really it. And my, I guess like, Larsa's divorce that oh my God. is on and off.
1: Which kind of like brings us to what really happened this episode was the fight with Larsa. Right. And with the Kardashians and Kanye and... All that stuff, and that's pretty much the only thing I really took from the episode.
0: Well, for sure. So she was at that dinner. It was her, Adriana, and one I can't with Adriana. I just I can't. I heard a rumor this week that she was sitting second beside Andy at the reunion. She's a friend really? of. Really
1: interesting. Regardless
0: of what your historical stature was, well, I guess Kathy was beside it. Like yeah. she was like second or third. But you have to
1: think about it in terms of drama. She's been in pretty much involved in everything.
0: So why was she demoted?
1: That I don't know, and I'm quite curious why she wasn't a full time cast member. Unless maybe she made that decision.
0: She would not make that decision. Yeah, Please. I know, I know. That was just. Please. I think she
1: actually. Uh, she filmed her intro. She had an. She in- did. Yeah, right? I saw it. She and posted
0: something on Instagram. She, yes. so she didn't choose So something
1: this. happened.
0: Well, I think maybe she didn't get it along with production or something. Maybe. she seems very high maintenance. She seems very difficult to work with. I don't know. I can't stand the girl. Like, I understand she was in the first three seasons. I cannot stand her.
1: I think she's way different now than she was then because I actually liked her in the first three.
0: Whatever. I'm over I didn't. About I don't her. care. <laughs> I can't. Like, I literally can't. Well,
1: basically, what happened, she. Said she saw Kanye West's penis in a washroom or something like that. Yeah, his weird. Massive dick. Yeah. Right. What a fucking weird conversation to bring up. And I think, and you think as well, Larsa has signed an NDA with, for the Kardashians.
0: She has to. She has to. There's like, no way. The Kardashian Jenner family are so influential and massive. Also,
1: Kanye West. Like, yeah. If you know what's going on, I've heard like all this shit. Obviously, there's people who have to keep their mouth shut in the background. Totally.
0: Well, and she made the comment in a previous episode, they're not friends anymore because she was too close to it mm. all and knew too much. Which there's, is
1: almost dangerous to even just say that.
0: Yeah. There's no way she's not on an NDA. Oh. And you can see her tiptoeing around these conversations. I think that's why when Adriana brought up Kanye's dick, she got awkward, stormed out in her Ferrari, Porsche, Maserati, whatever <laughs> the fuck nice car she okay. has, and, like, bolted away.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't even like... She was engaging, but how angry she got so quickly just tells me, you know, this is like a topic she literally cannot talk about because yeah. she's going to get sued. You don't want to get sued by no Kardashian.
0: No. <laughs> no. She, I think she's pretty rich, but you do not compete with Kardashian West no. money. No.
1: Not even close.
0: Like, no. Kim's a billionaire girl. Yeah. <laughs>
1: just like fucking crumbs. I, yeah. I would
0: wish to be a crumb, I think, to her. <laughs> oh, my God. If I'm a crumb to Kim Kardashian, I've made it. Yeah,
1: that's like a Larsa. Larsa's the crumb. Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah. And I mean, she's... Take your crumbs, a... girl. Take well, your crumbs. She... <laughs> Give me the bottom of that chip bag. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, I think she's just trying to be a Kardashian. Like, look at her. Like...
1: Mm. She even kind of sounds like Kim a little bit. Do you ever... Do you hear that? Yeah. When I was listening to it today, I had to, like... I would close my eyes and I was like... Like it sounds like
0: him. Yeah, I think it's her mannerisms and I don't know.
1: But pretty much that was like the big thing that happened in Miami, and then there was a charity event. Um, yeah,
0: Gertie's charity Gertie event. S- she looked stunning. Looked
1: beautiful. Oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous. Ugh,
0: stunning. Did you
1: see her photo booth? He's so cool. Yeah, with
0: the neon lights. Oh in my that? god! I, I want, want that for my birthday.
1: I want. Yes, we should just get. There has to be someone in Toronto that does that. Oh, for sure. Maybe on a budget,
0: but... For sure. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have housewife money, but I definitely want, like, a cute I could scrape
1: up some crumbs for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's worse than a crumb? Like, dust? (laughs) Because that's me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking (laughs) the wind. it, It looks sick, though. Uh, but that's it that really happened for Miami. Pretty I much. Think. How many episodes are left? The reunions filmed, so there's can only be like four or five at, at most, most.
1: At most. That's with like
0: reunion. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. Um, and then the next one that was on this week was Jersey. So third, fourth episode, third episode. Jersey? I think it's our third. Got it. Third. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and so. It started with Louis hosting a pizza party in his backyard for the Gorga and Judice family. Is it Judice or Judice?
1: That's the Italian way. And then the Americans say Judice because it's just easier to pronounce as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. Yeah, you're welcome.
0: And Teresa started talking about him like journaling, like feeding all this spiritual stuff at the beginning of the episode. Uh, what are your thoughts? thoughts of that backyard party
1: honestly (laughs) like it made me really uncomfortable what I did think was funny is I forget exactly what Louis said but it was something along the lines like Teresa needs to start taking accountability Yeah. and Melissa just like lived for that moment she's like oh Teresa needs to say she's sorry so I kind of love that and he seems like a nice guy like he really does but he does seem like a charmer like you know those guys who are like an over charmer kind of people
0: like they're You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so I get what you're saying. He seems inauthentic to me, and he seems sleazy and slimy, and I get, like, really, like, creepy vibes from him, and I don't know if I have this, like, I don't know, preconceived notion in my head because I watched that video, but, like, he just gives me creepo vibes. Like, Like, you
1: feel like he tries really hard?
0: Yeah, I think this is all for the cameras. I don't think... Well, he loves the cameras, clearly. We all saw that video. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't get a good vibe from him personally. Mm. I don't feel comfortable around him. Like when he's on screen, I feel awkward. Really? Yeah. That's
1: interesting.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know. He just feels sleazy.
1: Probably. Like, I'm going to say he's probably in for it for the cameras and the fame. Like the fame. It's housewife fame. Like you're really getting nothing out of this. Well, you, you
0: never know. Like, well, it's exposure. S- and, exposure. like, he has a company and, like, exposure for but his But what company. kind of
1: exposure? You know? That's what it comes down to. If you're well, shady.
0: <laughs> we'll put a pin in that and yeah. circle back in 25
1: minutes. Okay. <laughs> uh, but pretty much it was just basically about the family kind of mending and Joe's apologizing for saying whatever about their father. And then the kid's... You know, accepting it and hopefully trying to move on. You know, same old story with the Gorgas and
0: Judais. I don't know. They wanted to play this game where they put something that they wanted to change or one thing that they really loved. Mm -hmm. um, And they just did it verbally. I don't know. It's awkward. You know, I don't like seeing that stuff. And I don't feel like
1: they're like the lovey-dovey type of family. And I think Melissa even said that too. Well,
0: Teresa said that too. She's like, this isn't our style. Usually we just yell at each other. Like, we're never over it.
1: I think that's going to be the theme, though, with going forward, especially with Louie and Teresa, that they're going to try and, I don't know. Mend the
0: two families. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. But like, it's almost
0: harmoniously
1: kind of fake. Like Teresa it is really fake. Because that's not Teresa. No. I mean, we've been watching Teresa on screen for how many years now? She's, <sighs> I'm kind of
0: over Teresa. Yeah.
1: She's. I don't she's, think
0: she's bringing anything anymore. No, she
1: freaks out over a drop of a hat on a usual basis. Yeah. And now she's like, oh, I'm all calm and, you know, cool. No girl, you should have lost your shit when you saw
0: that video. Uh yeah, she should have lost her shit. But also Gia in her confessional, like she looks like a fucking housewife. Like Oh my god. So beat. So beat. I think she looks great, but like she does not look 21. Like no. she is like 29. <laughs> At least. <laughs> but I feel like she's still like building a resume. I think, I think we talked about this last yeah. week, Yeah. but I think she's trying to build a resume. She has her clothing line now. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way she's not getting a paycheck this year. Summer like, even
1: house like 2023. Gia, yeah. Or to 2022
0: t- girl. They film in the summer. Fool. Oh,
1: Oh, to a TV near you. Come watch Gia. Uh,
0: this is where we saw Melissa's friend, Tracy introduced, I think most heavily. Let me ask you your thoughts first. That's what true. do you feel about her?
1: I think she's going to turn on Melissa.
0: Okay. Why do you think that?
1: Because when they were at the party for like Jackie's like frat the frat party, Jackie's frat party, whatever. And she was a girl that was at Dolores's house last week's episode, right?
0: That wasn't it, really shown, but yeah, she was, she there. was there.
1: If you listen to her, she was kind of like saying, well, they should, you know, give Jen a break. She seemed to be like really on Jen's side and if we know anything, Melissa and Jen don't really care for each other. So I do think she's going to jump ship. Do I like her right now? Yeah, I think she's fine. I don't really care for her. I don't really have an opinion, to be quite honest.
0: She doesn't fit in. Like, she's not, like, ugly duckling. But that's
1: why I think she's going to go to Jen's side to try to make a story for herself to go against oh, Melissa. so
0: she's going to, like, join the loser brigade? Yes.
1: I think that Got there's it. always some type of, like, how can I get on the show?
0: Well, we team I team up with the outcast exactly, Or, or I team up alliance. against
1: the person who brought me
0: here. Well, let's talk about alliances for a second. So Bravo mm. is, does not allow alliances. And if Housewives have, like, this group chat that's, like, outside of all the really? girls. Like, apparently, like, it's this, like, major unwritten rule. Like, you're not allowed to do it. And it's a huge thing, especially in Beverly Hills because, oh like, they're so tight-knit, a few of them. And then, like, the new girls that come in, like, they're not part of it and whatnot. And so I heard about... I think it was on Teddy and Tamra's two Teas in a pod. Probably gonna talk about that every fucking week. Um, <laughs> but they talked about like the group chats and like yeah. production will shut anything down as much as they can. That's interesting. I had no idea. Yeah, because like they don't want alliances. They don't want. Well, like, makes
1: to, sense, to, right? Because it probably makes it difficult for them to film too. Because totally. remember at the beginning of Housewives when they would, like, complain, like, I don't want to film with this person. You don't really hear that as yeah. much anymore, but I think that was a big issue at the beginning of, like, the Housewives franchises.
0: For sure. I feel like it's probably written to their contracts now. Like, probably. you have to participate in group events. Like, even looking at Salt Lake City, like, there's no way Meredith and Mary wanted to be there. You could see it, but they showed up because they were probably contractually happy.
1: Absolutely. Like you just can't choose and pick who you want to film with. So I, cause they don't talk about that no more. So I, I yeah. believe you're right. You yeah. have to be. Yeah. I think that's yeah. totally correct.
0: I think Bravo's so evolved now. Like they yes, have learned. It's
1: definitely from... different than what it was totally. back in the day.
0: But circling back to Tracy, I don't like her. I think she doesn't fit in. She feels awkward. I don't know. I don't, to me, so far, she's not. She's not doing it for me. No. No.
1: I think she's gonna come in strong. Whether that means like I don't. Not that we're gonna like her, but the sense that she's gonna try to go after someone Noella. to like mark her place. Yes, like Noella. Oh, great girl. <laughs> stop right now. <laughs> uh,
0: and then moving on to Jackie talking about her issues with food. How did you feel about that? Like, you're a female and a female that grew up in a metropolis city. Lots of pressures to look a certain way, feel a certain way. How did you feel about her talking about that on camera?
1: You know, listen, I think that is probably, like, the realest thing I've heard in Housewives for a really long time. Because that's not easy. To go through something like that and have such intrusive thoughts and then have to go watch yourself on TV. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine how tough that is and she's been very open about her eating disorder Mm -hmm. um i don't remember her speaking that it was because i guess is when they're probably on their break like it was getting worse or she was starting to have these intrusive thoughts again so when she was having these thoughts she's watching herself on tv and you're picking at everything that you can about your body that sucks and that's totally difficult and i commend her for going on tv and being open and honest about it because not a lot of people can do that in their, re- like their regular lives. Totally. And her husband was amazing for uh, just sitting there and listening because to have a partner, too, that supports you mm-hmm. is uh, also next level. Because it not only becomes well, your disease, your it becomes a family
0: disease. Totally. I think it's a key to your success to have Absolutely. a great support system. Uh, and I mean, I, I can't speak to having an eating disorder myself, but I think when we look at charity events and bringing shedding light on important topics or conversations or whatever it may be this is what I love and I love these types of conversations. They sound
1: more real to you rather than having a charity yeah. event that we can't even remember what the charity exactly. event was for.
0: I feel like this is going to have an impact on viewers and even if it's just a couple people acknowledging that maybe they have a problem and seeking help or telling a loved one. I don't know, this is the stuff I love about Housewives Absolutely. when we're looking at outside the drama and outside the glitz and the glam that we were talking about. This is the stuff that I really think has a huge impact, whether that is people's identity issues, people's eating disorders, people's diseases, sometimes how people handle themselves in their divorce. like, I, I And Margaret, for example, and her cheating situation that happened and, and when she felt taken advantage of... Uh, from previous men in power positions, I, I think that's, that's powerful stuff.
1: Absolutely. And I think mental health is no joke. Totally. And it's nice to hear someone speak about it in a way that they're still spreading some positivity about it. Like this mm-hmm. is there's hope. Yep. And it was a nice conversation. It was really, it was interesting to listen to and, you know, hope she's doing well and I hope some people took something from it.
0: Yeah, and I mean, that scene, and I'm so guilty of it, the scene started off with them in a restaurant, and Evan ordered two dishes, oysters and something else, and she's like, oh no, I'll just get another round. And in my head, I was like, she didn't order food. And really? then they started talking about her eating disorder, and how she's like going through these ups and these downs, yeah. and her everyday struggle, but I literally made note of the fact that she didn't order food. Interesting.
1: And she said later in that scene, she said, I asked to go out during this time because yep. then I didn't have to eat. Yep. And it's like, oh, oh.
0: But then her kids are noticing that she's and eating the same salad I mean, right? every day. Yeah.
1: That's what I said. It's not only your disease, it becomes a family disease. Yeah. It really does. And it really does affect those who are around you. Yeah. So super important that that they showed it. And I'm yeah. happy that they're talking about it. And wasn't something Bravo it was like, you know what? It's not fun. It's not mm-hmm. drama. Let's get rid of it.
0: Yeah, and it was—it's real. About in like I don't want to say positive light because that's a very traumatic situation, but it, it seemed productive. I yeah. think is more the, the yeah, term I'm looking absolutely. for. Absolutely. Anyways, speaking I it was of very...
1: productive, uh, Dolores and Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: how about you take this one away? Oh,
1: God, I love it. So, Jackie at her frat party. And also, is it just them that were there? Because it looked like a big space and literally only saw like 10 people. I always wonder, like when they have these housewives parties, are other people there <laughs> or it's just like the housewives
0: group? Well, there's two pieces to that. One, this was at a restaurant and they rented the event space that was upstairs. And you could tell it overlooked the restaurant. Yeah. Because so they walked in, there was a hostess, there was a seating. But it looked like a big space. It did look like a big yeah. space. But I know... Bravo does a really good job at editing out people that aren't part of the cast. And so, yeah. I, I think Maybe. it was Tamar that yeah. probably Tamar, that I heard it from, uh, where they have their other friends that actually come, and they're always, ha- like, they have to be almost grouped off to the side, and they mingle by themselves, so that way they can edit them out, and t- to some level, like, some degree. Yes,
1: which you always see throughout all of these episodes. yeah.
0: yeah. But it seemed quite light. But also, this was filmed... Seven months ago, True. I don't know what COVID restrictions True. were, like if they could have capacity, if they had capacity limits, or what it was. Um, so I don't know if that played a role. But yes, it seemed quite light on attendance.
1: Yes, because I'm like looking in the background, I'm like, huh, it's just Melissa down there.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, but I want a frat party. That's oh a God.
1: great party. I eh? want a
0: frat party with a keg to do keg stands and an ice sculpture <laughs> and an ice sculpture to do shots out of. But also with Gertie's neon backdrop.
1: Oh, my God. And that photo shoot thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's our so, party. Let's, great. Let's do that. We'll, we'll, we'll figure
0: that out. <laughs> the podcast launch party. <laughs> Live on location. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah. It ended with Jackie and Dolores yelling at each other. and it, It's obviously a prelude to next week's episode. It looks like it's gonna get nasty. And it does. Dolores completely dismissed Jackie and was like, "What about this or something like about this?" this.
1: As though she's pointing at Jackie as she, though, yeah, which she, is rude as fuck because I don't think Jackie really did anything that bad. No. She pointed out the obvious that like, you're closer with Margaret. Yeah, and fucking just started pointing in her face and then called her this and Jackie didn't take it.
0: I like that she stood up for herself and. I mean, we'll see what happens next episode.
1: I think she handled herself quite
0: well. Yeah, she, she wasn't just rude to be about respected. it. She's like, "Don't call me this." Like, like basically, my name is Jackie. Like, you know who I am. I'm a human yeah. being. And what Do I'm not saying, dismiss me and disrespect me that yes, way.
1: Yes, and I think it was very dismissive because yeah. she knew Dolores knew she was wrong.
0: Yep. All right. So moving on to the OC. Yeah.
1: Nothing really happened.
0: <laughs> I know. It was a it was a pretty quiet episode. <sighs> the OC, womp womp, like what is going on? I was so excited, again, started off strong, probably because I'm a Heather fan, Yes. but this episode was really about Heather's family, they were at Nobu, and her one daughter, I don't remember her name, is it Katie? I don't remember, but she came out as gay, and was talking about her struggles with homophobia on TikTok, and... Not necessarily at school, like, I think she has a close group of friends. It More like, social
1: like, media, but how her experience was a lot different, because her, her older sister came out as bi, yeah. and how her experience was much different from her older sister. Her older sister, she seemed to get a lot of support, mm-hmm. while she felt she didn't get any support.
0: Yeah, and I mean, maybe... I, Who maybe knows? That's...
1: I can't speak on this. Uh, I can. Yeah, I was going to say, Brian, <laughs> you probably have a better view on this than I do.
0: I think it's tough. And, I mean, when I came out in high school, it was also a very different time than it was now. Like, I'm in my 30s. When I was in high school, it was a very different world. Still privileged compared to people older than me. Like, I definitely had it much better than than people in their 40s, 50s now. Um, But I came out as bi for a couple weeks because it kind of softened the blow, I guess. Hmm. And there's this, like preconceived notion, I guess, whether that's internal or external, I don't know, probably a combination of both, but it just made it easier in that journey. And so I wonder if she was also struggling with that and also perceived some of, the comments in a different light. Because she's
1: younger, too.
0: Yeah, she's like 15, I think, yeah. and Max is 17.
1: So, and I know, listen, 15, 17, there's not a huge difference. You do a lot of development But 15, again, 17. yeah, you do you do, do a lot yeah. of development. And maybe her reading these comments, she's taking it a lot harder, or she doesn't know how to process it, you know? Mm-hmm. to see negative comments like that as a 15-year-old? I'm sure it's awful. Oh,
0: my gosh. I talk about this with my friends all the time like I could not grow up in today's society with social media with comments like I've struggled with mental health like I don't think I would have the capacity to handle it like on top of being a minority on top of all of these issues and she's obviously a very privileged girl like she's Caucasian she's wealthy she lives in the OC like she has a lot of things going for her but still struggles with this aspect of her life Yeah,
1: she's essentially reading these comments and then you know totally thinking that these views actually matter Totally, and they don't, but you don't learn that. And I think that's like a thing that you learn as you get older as a 15 year old, that's your life.
0: Totally. And you're
1: taking that shit to heart, which is, yeah. these
0: kids are growing up in social media, looking at the Kim Kardashians and Kylie Jenner's on social media, thinking they have to live up to these things. And obviously that's aesthetic, but it it bleeds into every other aspect of society. I I thought it was an interesting scene though. And I just thought it was beautiful. Like Heather and, and the way she reacted and the least these kids need is for a parent to accept and love
1: yeah, them. Yeah, they they seem like really great parents.
0: And I will she, say. I mean, she did say anyone who doesn't have that to come to her house. Heather, I'm coming uh, for I
1: you, did, girl. I did hear that. <laughs> I love that.
0: I take your spare room. Yeah, I'll take you up on that. I'll offer. take the
1: left wing. <laughs>
0: <Not> <laughs> People which, won't even see me. Literally, I'll take I'll take the lower level. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care i'll be basement brian you won't even know me (laughs) basement brian that's what they call me uh i just i thought it was actually really beautiful like see her get so choked up and it it was was nice it's
1: like really the only thing i took from this episode to be like quite honest
0: and i mean i guess this is similar to what we talked about with jersey i I do like the glitz and glam but i like this some of this raw emotion of yeah current events and, and current struggles with how people are dealing with all, all of the struggles in today's world—that is really all I got from it. Because then they, oh, they all did edibles at Shannon's party. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> I <can't> love that. <laughs> and
0: Shannon's like, oh my drug dealer Heather DeBro. Oh, I love that. Yeah, maybe that's why this season is so like meh, because it's literally the Heather DeBro show.
1: It really is, and like Shannon just being drunk. Like I feel like she's been drunk, or maybe high on mushrooms. <laughs> This entire time.
0: Adipose is weed.
1: Oh, my God. I thought they did mushrooms. No. No, weren't they microdosing? No,
0: but they were... I think they were using the wrong Wait, terms. We're they like... were saying microdose. F- there were weed gummies.
1: Oh, mu- I thought they were doing mushrooms. No. Microdosing.
0: They were taking little bites of well, gummies. They're being like these middle-aged white women that don't even know what oh drugs my are. God. That's so
1: funny. I thought no. the entire time she was doing... My- I Wait, was howling. I
0: know, because they kept saying microdosing, and I'm like, right? I don't know if that's the right term, because you microdose with mushrooms, but... No, I don't know. Weed I gummies. didn't know you could,
1: Can you microdose with weed gummies? I never. I don't smoke I, weed, so I, yeah, or I do I?
0: I don't know. Do weed? Do <laughs> weed? You old lady. <laughs> I mean, I do, Yeah, I do gummies every couple of oh, weekends. Oh God,
1: destroys me.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if it's called microdosing. I don't think
1: so because I now that I think about it, they were taking these little bites. But yeah, I think because I was working and listening, that when they were saying microdosing, their oh,
0: bosses listening. <laughs> Doing a lot of
1: work. Yeah, um, Hannah from Nine to Five. <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard microdosing, so I was like, "Oh, are they doing mushrooms?" And then the next scene was like Shannon just like all strung out, trying to yeah. get the food <laughs> off the plate or something. Yeah,
0: no, it it was uh, weed gummies because Heather said like now that it's legal, so they're in California, obviously. Oh well. Oh, they should try mushrooms. It's way better. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I Shannon could not handle that. Oh my gosh. She would be a disaster on mushrooms. I Shannon? Would not, oh, oh my God, gosh, I want, Shannon. I would not want to be near her at all.
1: I feel like she's like that friend you can only like hang out with, I don't know, like once a month.
0: You can take her in doses and that's yeah, it. Yeah,
1: that's it. Like yeah. microdosing.
0: I can micro, I, I couldn't even microdose Shannon. Some people could microdose. I can probably
1: Shelly. microdose her, but like no. that's very I, micro.
0: No. I have no interest. And then I guess the last piece that really happened in the OC was Jen talking about uh, Ryan. I'm calling him Ryan. Splitting. Mm-hmm. Or not splitting, but storming out of the house. Coming back, yelling at her the next day, and then leaving again. And she's talking like they're breaking up. And Noella asks if she is a prenup and kind of tries to seal the show again. Like Noella has got to go.
1: Yeah, I don't... I'm not a fan. I think she's just annoying. She's just like that little fly at your ear and it's like buzzing.
0: Oh, that's swarming around a yes. pile of shit. Oh, <laughs> God.
1: Very specific, but yes. <laughs> uh,
0: but I, I do kind of feel bad for Jen a little, but I think she's also approaching it the wrong way. Like, Ryan obviously doesn't want to talk about this stuff on camera. I think that's really all it is.
1: Probably not. This, is, this You have to think about this, too, and I think we forget that this is so new. For their totally, world. Totally. Like, as if he wants to talk about his marriage's woes. Yeah. On camera. Come on. On season one. On season one. Yeah. like, yo, at least get me to season three. At totally, least. Totally.
0: <laughs> That'll go hard. Well, she was on Watch What Happens Live this week, and they did some game, and like, I don't know, she's talking about how much she loves him and stuff, so they're fine. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm sure it's... Honestly, I think a lot of this is a little, like... Hand for up. Yeah. So she can, you know, maybe get her season two, but...
0: We'll Do you see. think she'll
1: come back for another season? I don't think so. I I don't really remember her. <sighs>
0: the OC is struggling. OC
1: almost like needs to maybe take retire. a break or end, yeah, retire. Like the, I think they did their part in the Bravo world, but they haven't been doing well yeah. for like the last what few years. They haven't
0: got it right for quite a few seasons. Yeah, they can't
1: get their casting together. They can't get the storylines together. It seems very choppy and they're they're saving Grace I think was to bring in Heather and it's still not working for no, me it's, anyways. No. It's a
0: Heather DeBro show now. Yeah, and which I love but like you mm, need that dynamic yeah, in group. Yeah,
1: because we know soon enough they're going to start shitting on Heather too because they always do that. And then
0: when that time comes, she's going to be off. She's probably going to want too much money next year. We'll see. That 5 million dollars. That want 5 she mil she'll hear this and be like oh oh now I have an idea yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right so moving on to headlines slash social media this Mm -hmm. week I feel like we have some really good content but I want to start with where we did a really bad job last week with (laughs) Erica and uh, her case being refiled in California because we really didn't know much and We We still kinda don't. (laughs) But we tried to look into it and it's just kind of way over our head. And we always use the Bravo Docket. Yes. If you want to know more
1: for any like legal cases that come to like Bravo, the Bravo Docket is a great podcast to like listen and gain knowledge. They're both so great at what they do. Yeah. And they're, they're lawyers, so they actually know what we're talking about. Brian and I are just like, eh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we're around. not
0: lawyers, but I think that's why we love this podcast and these girls.
1: We're 100% not lawyers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but they are two lawyers, and they really dumb the stuff down for people like us. Yes. To really be able to understand. And they're, They themselves are Bravo fans, and so they can basically translate legal jargon into ways that we can understand it and so
1: dumb it down which is a great way to say it they dumb it down for us exactly
0: and so and we follow their instagram and stuff and that's really how we try to understand all of these legal documents because it's way too much for us to filter through and and really understand to its full degree so i guess high level the case was dropped in illinois now being refiled in California. I still don't know why it was filed in Illinois to begin with.
1: So what I read, and again, this is just trying me trying to understand, they thought they were going to lose anyways there.
0: I heard that too. So
1: yeah. their best option was to refile in California. So
0: why did they file there at all? So they had two options. Two so shots?
1: Basically. Got it. Um that was what I picked up from it.
0: Got it. So I mean, really, they just wanted two shots. Illinois, they knew they'd probably lose, but at least let's take a swing and then go hard in Chicago, or not in Chicago, sorry, California, California. um, because that was a practice run, now let's hit the home run, and that's their main objective, And, and really, I guess, high level what the case is about is understanding if Erica had any knowledge or understanding that Those, that $25 million or whatever it was that was transferred to her LLC, did she know about it over the course of the 12, 15 years, whatever it worked out to be?
1: So basically her husband's attorney or law firm, sorry, was transferring money into her LLC. And there are statements that the courts now have that prove that his um, law firm did transfer and that she should have known. Now, she's saying she did not know, and that is what they're battling. They're trying to prove that she knew, and she's trying to prove that she did not know.
0: Got it. And that's what it
1: comes down to, really. Got
0: it. So there's an electronic record of the transfer of funds over the course of 12 to 15 years, whatever it was, and she's trying to say she didn't know where the money was coming from, but did she actually know? Like, she probably has an accountant. Like, she's not a finance person. It's like us having a company. I only learned about LLCs through Sutton. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I,
1: exactly, right? So, mm. oh, that's true. I forgot she did have, like, she was explaining it when she was, like, kind of you have, coming. like, the f-
0: uh, forensic accountant. Is that what it's called? Where they go through, and that's where she found out she had a baseball team. Yes, her name. when her and her
1: husband were divorcing. Yeah, exactly. She, she hired someone to look into that. Exactly. It's interesting.
0: Yeah, I I can't imagine being that rich <laughs> that I, I need. An LLC? I or that I didn't even know I owned a baseball
1: Oh, yeah. Team. Yeah, Sutton's like rich, rich, apparently.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't know. Mm. No idea. Anyways, it's I don't still even know who her new. husband is or what he did, there but that's have. all right. But coming back to Erica, I don't know how I feel with the whole situation. I still feel like she knew something and turned a blind eye. I don't think she knew exactly where the money was coming from but I think she probably had a feeling that something was fishy and I I just don't think she asked questions and I think she turned a blind eye
1: absolutely I think that's my stance too she definitely turned a blind eye I'm sure she knew her husband was doing some shady work but she didn't want to give up her lifestyle because why would she that was her lifestyle for all
0: these years honestly yeah I think i I don't know what I would do in that it's situation, a, it's a very, but I might have also turned a blind eye, like being engulfed in all of that. Like of it's course. easier to turn a blind
1: Yeah. Eye. Why, why not? Right. If you think, if you don't ask questions, you don't know. And I think this probably was her stance. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask. So I don't know. Yeah. And I hope that's what she did do. Totally.
0: Because then if you did know about <laughs> because you're a shitty victim, fucking person, a thousand he, he, percent. He, yeah. If I knew about all of that, then absolutely, it's a completely different,
1: different story. Different, totally, like yeah. 100% different story.
0: Yeah. So but, now her, she's a pair of earrings that are in escrow, we found out this week. And they're $750,000 earrings. Back
1: in 2007. Yeah. So whatever is a lot more as of today.
0: Yeah, they're probably well worth over a million dollars. yeah. And so the Bravo docket, because they have a Patreon and because they're lawyers, They have access to all of these legal documents that the average person doesn't. And so if you actually subscribe to their Patreon, they post all of the receipts essentially for all of the work that they do. And so there is a check from Girardi and Keese, which is obviously Tom Girardi's law firm that's written out to M&M is the pay order of, And so I Googled it, and there is an M&M Jewelers in California. Whether that's the same one, I don't know, but that's all the Czech states. But it's for March 2nd, 2007, for $750,000. That's a lot of money. (laughs) So I I want to see these earrings. Yeah, like I hope your head is dragging on the ground. Absolutely, they better be. That is wild to me. But either way... Even if you're in this much trouble, like, just give up the fucking earrings.
1: Seriously, right? That's what I don't get. Why would you... Or, like, give up
0: your Birkin. Like, just make it go away.
1: Yeah, But I guess you're
0: admitting defeat, though. If you let all of that happen, then I I guess you kind of assume guilt to some degree.
1: But at the end of the day, this money probably was given to her from these victims. Or the money that paid for all this stuff was probably supposed to go to those victims. Yeah, there should be some reconciliation. So, you know... I think people respect her more if she just said, Listen, didn't know, but here, I'm gonna give all my shit. I'm gonna try to do what I can and like let it make it go away. But I don't think that's happening. I think she's gonna fight to the nail.
0: We'll find out and I they just filmed the final party. Yeah. I think it was Crystal's birthday or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if the earrings made it to filming. But I, I think a lot of this stuff that's being refiled in California will make it to some degree. To some, uh, yeah. A, I, and I'm excited to see how she's handling it. Yeah, it's going to be Because she posted on her Instagram almost like success when it was dropped in Illinois. Yeah. And bam. Here we are in California. Here we go, step girl. Step one again. <laughs> uh, and l- I guess let's move on to Jen Shaw. So it was released this week. She is now the sole defendant in her case. There were, I think, uh, around twelve other defendants originally, and they've all taken plea deals and are admitting some level of guilt yeah. in the case. Uh, and, and we know that Stu has to testify Je- against Jen, and I doubt he's the only one. There's Which no way. Which is
1: happening next month, right?
0: Yeah. Oh
1: my god, I cannot. Wait. It's March
0: twenty something. Oh my god. Her case.
1: Yeah, that's when the trial starts. Yeah. Interesting.
0: So she's just doing like a judge trial, not a jury trial. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out because they've been watching her for a lot of years now. So this is just not like a new thing that just happened during like Salt Lake City. Yeah. They started watching her prior to this and they started coming after those other people prior to Salt Lake City. So I'm surprised she even went on the show. Well, she didn't know they were
0: onto her, obviously. Well, because they
1: started, they started going after the people that were also doing this. I don't know if she knew them or how they're connected, but they started getting like arrested too before mm-hmm. Salt Lake City.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was on a docket.
0: <laughs> of course it was.
1: So, because this has been going on, I don't know if it's 2007. Sorry, not 2007. 2017 or 2019. Huh. So that's why I always question: Why would she go on this show? But you know when you're so deep into something, you almost think you're like you believe
0: the lies. Yeah, you're yeah.
1: invincible. So yeah. maybe that's her her stance on it. But it'll be really interesting to see how this plays out. I'm excited.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, they're two ish months into filming, so yeah. hopefully we'll get to see a lot of it. And I think she's so deep into claiming to be innocent well, that that's it's what impossible I mean. yeah. for her to claim that she's guilty to take a lesson. Well, sentence. she can't now. And I think that's where being in the public eye almost does you a disservice because you can't backtrack your words.
1: No. And I think she filed something. I don't know if it was today or this week. Where uh, they can't use her footage. She doesn't want to use Bravo footage because they're requesting it, obviously, right? To use it against her.
0: That's the same thing they did with Erica. Yeah. And they got it.
1: And they got it. Yeah. You gotta be careful of that you
0: shit. Ha- There's no way you, you can't. Like, no. You it's, have it's potential evidence that is on film. Yeah. There's no way the feds would not have access to
1: Well they to want that. the unedited shit too. Totally. right? That's well they got the, like, it America. The America. Yeah, yeah. They got it all. <sighs> Which brings us to our next shady person.
0: <laughs> Louis. <laughs> and Andrew's,
1: fa- Andrew's favorite. Oh my god. Brian's favorite. <laughs> uh,
0: calling me your boyfriend. I know. Right now. It's so weird. I just
1: call everyone Andrew. I think.
0: I wonder how he feels about that.
1: I don't know. We'll find out later when he listens to this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: But yeah, Louis, complete creep, and he is also in creep. (laughs) (laughs) He's in the news for being a creep. Uh, He—it's not what he was in the news for, but he was in the news for his digital media company. And I guess, like, spamming, and, and I had a lot of questions of how this was different than Jen, but I guess Jen is a lead generation and selling those leads to companies. And Louie's company is just kind of those robo text messages, phone calls, emails that you get saying that they have better offers on auto insurance and shit yeah. like that, which is a scam. Like, there is no auto insurance company or anything like that. But apparently his company is a legitimate company.
1: Company while hers is not.
0: Hers is allegedly fraudulent. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. So his is, hers is criminal, right? While his is civil, right? From what we
0: were reading, right. And so that's why she has the feds and homeland security involved, and his is just, I guess, the city level. You
1: may have to pay a fine or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. So he is just in the news for kind of spamming, and whatever.
1: It is, you know, why it's not the worst of the Bravo, but it just kind of proves maybe what you're saying. That he's kind of a creepy dude.
0: Yeah, and that he's on out. here for the wrong reasons. I think. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just don't think he has good intentions. Yeah, like good intentions. I I do feel like maybe he loves Teresa. I, I get think that. so. Well, from
1: what I see, anyways. But I can see how people will not like him. And I think that stems, A, from that weird fucking video.
0: For sure. We have, yeah, like that was our first introduction, really. What
1: a weird thing. (laughs) And then now this, I just kind of popped up. Yeah. So what do they say? When there's smoke, there's fire.
0: When there's smoke, there's fire. We'll see. Let's see. We're only three episodes in. I know.
1: And that's the thing. (laughs) We're literally only three episodes in.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. I, yeah. Overall, it was a pretty light week. Guys, we were off our game today.
1: My God, were we ever. We struggled.
0: I don't know what it is. Like, oh man, I was just tired this week. Like, We did our best. It wasn't horrible. I was missing my Salt Lake City. I think I that's know. what it was. I didn't start off on a high. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, eh, anyway, it was all good. We got through it. And honestly, I'm having the best time I hope our four listeners, really probably just our friends and family, <laughs> I hope they're also enjoying it. Uh, and we'll be back again next week. So let's wrap up with wine.
1: Wine? Let's rate Let's. let's
0: you rate go first.
1: It. So in terms of taste.
0: Taste. One more sip, as always. One more always. sip. Hmm. I'll give it a three out of five. Maybe
1: a... I'm going to say two. Could... Maybe a 2.5. Oh my god.
0: I was going to say, can we do decimals? Oh I'm going to do a 2.75. Twins. Because it's <laughs> not quite two point five, it's not quite three. So I'm gonna go two point seven five yeah. on taste.
1: And the reason why I'm gonna give it that is because it says dry.
0: Yeah, it's and misleading.
1: I don't like that. If I want a dry one, I'm looking for a damn dry one. Yeah, the
0: first rose we had was dry. It was good. It was really good. Yeah,
1: well, we should we should get that again. Just like when we're not doing this. Yeah, I'll get it on Saturday.
0: <laughs> um and then marketing. It looked pretty, right? It's a cute bottle. It's very plain.
1: It's very girly, you know? Like, I think, like, if I was a college girl. I would say three out of five. And it's some extra dollars.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like you can't afford $18, $19 a bottle of college. No,
1: I can only afford that maybe, like, a year ago. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I would, I would give it, like, a three out of five. It's very, yeah, like a, just it's a basic. a standard label. I yeah.
1: agree. Not um, our best. I think it's our worst since we started. I agree. But only up from here. And we're only three weeks in. Oh, my God. Look at us. Look at us for staying on top of this, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for struggling with us today. It's always a struggle. And tune in next week, and I'm excited. It'll be the Salt Lake finale. Oh, my the God. The Salt Lake finale is next week. It'll be good. It's going to be good.
1: Yeah. Thank you for listening to So Nasty being So Rude. With Brian and Hannah.